Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Faces of TBI podcast series. I am Amy Zalmer, founder of FacesofTBI.com and your host. Today, I will be chatting with Dr. Shane Stedman on the impact of TBI on the gut and other functions. This episode is brought to you by Midwest Functional Neurology Center, a Minneapolis-based clinic staffed by a caring and progressive team of functional neurologists who are experienced in treating post-concussion syndrome, chronic pain, dizziness, whiplash, and migraines. They are the concussion doctors you can trust for comprehensive brain health in the Midwest. They've greatly helped me and many others. You can find them online at MN functionalneurology.com. Hello, everyone. I'm Amy Zalmer, and you're listening to Faces of TBI, a podcast series for survivors by survivors, raising awareness about traumatic brain injury, one podcast at a time. Those of you who might not know who I am, I am a TBI survivor from a fall on the ice in February of 2014. I'm a frequent contributor to the Huffington Post, Thrive Global, and the Goodman Project, and I volunteer on the Brain Injury Association of America's Advisory Council. And recently, my second book, Embracing the Journey, Moving Forward After Brain Injury, uh, has received a uh, finalist award in the Midwest Book Awards. You can learn more about me and the podcast at facesoftbi.com. And you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Zellmer. Today, my guest is Dr. Shane Stedman, and Dr. Stedman is an expert in chiropractic neurology and functional medicine. He is a leading practitioner in the area of concussions and brain injury and works with patients in Denver, Colorado, and from around the United States. Because of the extensive education, training, and success rate that he has achieved, he is one of the most sought-after health professionals practitioners for patients dealing with tough conditions, as well as as those who have gone doctor to doctor without answers and solutions. Dr. Stedman is also a speaker, regularly appearing on TV and radio programs, sharing his expertise and advice about concussions, brain injuries, and a host of other conditions such as nutrition, stress management, vertigo, migraines, and other tough cases. He is also a lecturer for Apex Energetics and has been so since 2006. He teaches and educates other physicians and practitioners about the testing and clinical applications of functional endocrinology, immunology, and blood chemistry. So welcome to the podcast, Dr. Stedman. Very happy to have you here. Thanks, Amy. This is a pleasure, so I'm excited to, to be on your podcast. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk today about the connection, um, how the how a TBI can have an impact on your gut. And, you know, we hear about brain gut all the time. And, you know, I think a lot of people don't quite understand the concept. So I'm really excited to talk about that today. Um, but first, I would love to have you just give us a brief overview of how you came to work in the brain injury realm. Like what brought you here? You know, a lot of people, you know, end up going into a profession because of a personal um, circumstance or, you know, something that happened. So a lot of times you do see, you know, functional neurologists or chiropractic neurologists get into this profession because they had a, a head injury. And and I actually don't fall into that realm. My mom, when I was younger, 
she worked for a chiropractic neurologist. Um, so I was in high school at the time, and that was actually the first chiropractor I ever saw. Um, so I had a sports injury, and, and he worked on me. But what was really impactful at that time was that my mom would come home with all these amazing stories. You know, so it was almost like every week, you know, she's like, oh, we helped this person, and this person came in, and we helped that person. And my passion is really helping people. Um, I had a full-ride scholarship to Texas Tech for music. So I was a music major. And, you know, after my first year, I was, you know, practicing, and it just hit me. I was like, you know, really what I want to do in life is I want to help people. Um, and so I thought about, you know, the music therapy side of things. And I just kept coming back to, to saying, I want to do what that doctor did that my mom worked for. Um, and so, you know, I contacted him and said, how did you go do it? How did you go about doing that? And um, so, you know, he told me, he's like, oh, I you know, went to chiropractic school and I did this and I got my neurology degree. And I was like, okay, well, that's what I'm going to do as well. So I went to, to Parker and um, got my chiropractic. And while I was doing chiropractic, um, I actually studied and was board certified um, shortly after I graduated. So at the time, I was the youngest chiropractic neurologist in the world at 26 years old. And wow. um, ever ever since then, you know, this has just been all I've known. Um, so I don't know anything different than working on the brain and having a neurology-based practice working on concussions and vertigo. And um, so I've even since then taken, you know, traumatic brain injury courses and learned more. And now I'm 16 years into practice. And this is seriously all I know to do is just work on people that, that struggle with really tough conditions and health issues and brain injuries and concussions and you name it. What a cool story. That's, that's a really cool story. Um, so, can you maybe give us just the really brief Cliff Notes version of what is functional neurology? Um, you know, I know people hear me talk about it all the time, and I get asked all the time, well, what makes functional, you know, how is a functional neurologist different from a neurologist? Um, and I would love if you could just kind of give us a really, you know, brief overview of what makes you different from a traditional neurologist. Absolutely. Functional neurology, I think that that first word functional is really, yeah. I think, what sets us apart. Um, understanding function is really tough, and it takes a lot of time, and it takes a lot of digging into people's, in, into people's conditions. Um, that neurology piece, you know, you, you have chiropractic neurologists, there's osteopathic neurologists, there's medical neurologists, there's physical therapists that specialize in neurology. Uh, but a lot of times what I see in the traditional neurology world is that there's still kind of a symptom-based approach. So a lot of times we get patients that come in and the traditional world says, hey, don't, you know, just rest. We Actually, last week uh, we had a case that came in and their doctor told them to not go to work, not be on a computer, um, and said don't do anything more than walking, you know, for the next, you know, two to three months. And that doesn't really address function, and it doesn't try to understand the dysfunction that somebody has when they have a concussion or a TBI. Right. So in functional neurology, what we then do, and I think this is what really sets us apart, is we really try to understand the entire system, um, all aspects of the brain, and really what's working or not working. 
so very often I tell patients, you know, you will, you'll spend more time with your car being diagnosed for a noise than you do for your brain. Right. And you will spend more time rehabbing a sprained ankle than they will getting their brain rehabbed. Um, so that's the functional neurology is we understand what's wrong and then we come up with a plan to make those areas of the brain work better. Yeah. Yeah. And you're so right. The word functional is the key word there. And, you know, I know I struggled for two and a half years. I, I was told the exact same thing, you know, don't do anything except walk. <laughs> and even walking was a chore for me, you know, carrying my groceries in from the car, I'd have to go lay down for a few minutes because I was just totally exhausted. Um, and, you know, now we know so much more and know that that's really not the right answer. Um, and it took me two and a half years to find Dr. Schmo. And, you know, within days of working with him, I had such a profound breakthrough in my recovery. Um, so I just can't say enough about functional neurology. And I'm so happy to have providers like you out there across the country. Um, and I know that you guys are kind of the unicorn, <laughs> right? <laughs> so um, yes. I, I love helping people um, connect to a functional neurologist. Um, so today, you know, we are talking about the impact of TBI on the gut. And as I said earlier, you know, we hear about the brain-gut connection all the time. And I think a lot of people just really don't understand what that means. Um, so I would love to just kind of jump into the topic and ask where you would like to start. Well, the brain gut access is something that's being talked about more. And I even hesitate to say it's a new topic. It's been talked about quite a bit now for, for years, even in, in my lecturing um, this is all I, I've talked about is, is that brain-gut connection. And a lot of people, and I think this is what kind of goes back to functional neurology, you know, when you're trying to understand somebody's function, it's not just their concussion, but it's how does it impact their function. And one of the things in, that I think has really been missed in the medical world, um, and even in the, in the functional medicine and holistic world. So I'm not even going to say that the traditional world has is, is missed this, but I think it's also been missed in, in the holistic yeah. arena, is that people don't look outside of the brain. So you kind of get into your own world. You say, here's my compartment, here's my specialty, and you totally bypass the rest of the body. And, and we really can no longer do that. You have to really say, what impact does the brain have on digestion, on your hormones, on weight loss, weight gain, um, it, it, it's, we're all one person. And, and this is kind of what's over the years, is, I think, set my practice apart, and I'll dive back into it, is um, I, there's about three or four years that I studied really, really hard um, that aspect that you mentioned earlier, the immunology, the endocrinology, you know, and the metabolic system, because it is all one person. So mm -hmm. when we look at traumatic brain injuries, and this is where all the literature is going, is they're really looking at the impact that a traumatic brain injury has on what they call the microbiome. And the microbiome is kind of a big fancy word, but it's become a very stable um, word right now in this arena. And it really tells you know, people who are listening that it's your gut system. It's like your digestion. Um, you'll also hear it's called the enteric nervous system. Sometimes it's called the second brain. It's called the microbiome, it's the flora, 
it's it's that's that other part of your body that really is so impactful on your entire physiology. And when your brain is off, then your whole entire microbiome becomes off. And so that's one of the things that we really kind of tie into this. And you hear this all the time from patients. You know, they say, ever since my concussion, I can't eat any foods or I mm-hmm. get gas and bloating or I have ulcers or I develop this autoimmune condition, you know, i.e. celiac or Crohn's. And then they tell their doctor, I think there's a connection. And the doctor's like, no, there's no yeah. connection. You know, brain <laughs> injuries don't cause that. But, but go look in the research. I heard it's that over and over again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There was even a cool study, uh, maybe done about 10, 15 years ago, where they took mice and they, they kind of induced a brain injury. And so what they did is there's kind of a big connector between your brain and your gut, and it's called the vagus nerve. And that vagus nerve really provides the communication going back and forth. It, it's, your, it's, your, uh, it's your switchboard, like back in the old days with phones. And what they did with these mice is that they had a group of mice that they kept the vagus nerve stimulated and they induced a brain injury. And then they had the other group of mice in which they just induced the brain injury with no vagus nerve stimulation. And what they found is that the mice that had the vagus nerve stimulation they still had gut function, and their gut function was intact. And so, and then the other mice, their gut function kind of fell apart. So they really found that truly there's a strong connection from the brain to the gut, definitely in TBIs. Um, and, and if you can keep that communication flowing back and forth, even with the TBI, you can keep some aspects of the gut going. Um, so it's, it's out there. It's so much out there, and I think we're missing that, that part of connecting the two pieces of the body. You know, when about, let's see, I fell in February, and in like late April, May, I had the worst tonsillitis I had ever had in my life. I hadn't had a flare-up since like high school. And I went to, when I went to the neurologist, I I already had an appointment with her. And when I went, I was explaining how I felt that this was connected. Oh, no, there's no way that that would be connected. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, doesn't, I mean, and this was only, you know, a few months into my injury. Like, I just felt like my intuition was telling me this is related. And she was like, no, there's no way this is related. And I'm like, if you hit your head as hard as I did, wouldn't that throw off? your entire, like your brain runs everything. (laughs) And, you know, it's so funny how my instincts were correct. Right. And the more I've learned since, um, it's just really frustrating. The doctors don't always get that connection. Um, it seems like that would be basic one-on-one. Um, but I guess it's not. (laughs) No. And and that's why, and that's why I don't even want to pick on traditional docs because as basic as you just made it sound, and I totally 100% agree with you, even in the holistic world, I think we're missing that too. I think we kind of stay in our lanes and we don't look at the whole person. Yeah. And uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a vital piece. And, and we're just talking about gut. I mean, we could probably right. have 10 more podcasts and just talk about hormones and immune and autoimmune yes. and nerves and spinal cord and mental health and psychiatric disorders and on and on and on and on. But, but nobody combines them all together. Right. You know, I'm, I'm just going to mention a few things I hear all the time in my group. Um, you know, uh, shaking, tremors, um, hormones such, you know, like crazy periods or periods go away. Um, 
being sick all the time, like constantly having a cold, you know, like there's just stuff like that that comes up in my group all the time. And people like they intuitively know their body and know that this is probably connected to their brain injury. Um, but their, their doctors just aren't listening to them. And I think that, that, you know, again, not wanting to pick on doctors, but I think that is like the biggest, you know, I never had a doctor spend more than 15 minutes with me until I found Dr. Schmo and I had a two hour exam with him. Right. Um, so I just, I want anyone listening who is having any of those issues and you intuitively think that it's related, um, you know, seek out someone else. You have the right to keep looking for a different doctor. You don't have to keep going to the same doctor. Um, I think that that's an important message. I, I agree with that. And I think, I think even some of our struggles that, that, I wish for as a doctor is I wish people would seek out treatment sooner than later. Yeah. I feel that most of the, most of the cases that we tend to get and and often, you know, clinics like mine are kind of last resorts um, where they've exhausted everything and then they show up in our office and I would Mm -hmm. love, love the education on people that are struggling with TBIs or if you know somebody who's just had a TBI is the sooner you get help, the, the the quicker the recovery can be, um, and, and going back to digestion, it was, it's really fascinating. There's, there's research out there that shows that within 24 hours of a TBI, you already start to change your microbiome. Yeah. So people that you know, like you, Amy, that you know, it's like two years later. We see people five years later, ten years later. I mean, you see all the entire gamut. Imagine that dysfunction now sitting in for one year and two years and three years. And sometimes the struggle now becomes that we are great at compensating. Our bodies are brilliant. And if one system doesn't work, we'll compensate with another system. And so the longer that these things go on, now not only do we have to work on the injury, but we have to work on all the compensations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and, I, you just totally hit that on the head. Just the longer you struggle, the more and more compounding the effects are. And, you know, I, I'm not trying to take us off track, but that's, you know, at some point you get sent to a neuropsychologist who tells you that you're making it all up and it's a mental health disorder. And, you know, that just sets you off on a whole, whole other track that is not helping. Um, so, you know, like, I, I wish I had found Jeremy two and a half years sooner, right? Um, but I didn't. Um, and, you know, I am where I am today because of my journey and helping others. Um, and so I feel blessed in that regard. But it, it is. It's so frustrating to be a patient. And you just, you feel this, like, I mean, I felt my decline. As months went on, I was getting worse. I wasn't getting better. And I think that that is the most frustrating part. And, you know, this whole impact on the gut and your other function, um, that, that is that vicious cycle of decline, wouldn't, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Um, and I think when, you're, when you start seeing that decline within your, your gut or your microbiome, there's, there's a lot of impact that then the microbiome has on your physiology. And, and, the, and I think everybody forgets about like how if the brain affects the gut, well, the, the digestive and the microbiome, the brain function. 
And, and you hear this a lot, and a very simple thing that people have heard is you go out to lunch with a bunch of friends, you maybe eat what you're not supposed to, and then you end up with brain fog. And yeah. one of the things that you start to see also in TBIs is that there there's a, a blood-brain barrier. And this barrier is tied together with what they call zonulin bonds and occludin. And these bonds are the same bonds that are in the digestive system. And they, they keep your gut healthy and they keep all, they, they allow only the nutrients to cross into the bloodstream and not the like food particles or, or uh, toxins or certain bacteria. So when you have a brain injury and you break down these bonds, your blood-brain barrier, you, you tend, people tend to say, I have brain fog or I can't focus or concentrate. But then the digestive complaints are gas and bloating. And if you break the bonds in the brain, those bonds in the digestive system also tend to break because they're the same types of bonds. And, and, and even go back the other way, if you have gut issues, you can have brain issues because you can start breaking down those bonds. This is where the TBI world gets into, you hear like leaky gut or intestinal mm-hmm. permeability because you're breaking these bonds down. And now you can't absorb your food. And then that starts impacting you. Or your microbiome gets messed up and there's these really cool bugs in our stomach that they're now labeling as psychobiotics. And psychobiotics tells us that there's bacteria in our gut, in our gut that impacts our mood, our mental health status, and our psychology. Um, so it starts to become a vicious cycle that, that whenever you're working with docs, it's, it's always good to make sure that they're addressing your digestive system and your brain at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I know a lot of people are real hesitant to changing their diet. Um, and I see that, you know, over and over. Um, but, you know, do you, do you have any suggestions on how to uh, maybe slowly acclimate yourself to a new diet that's um, more TBI gut friendly? I think probably the, the easiest one for, for people to to work on and try is is a paleo diet. And, you know, the word diet, you can also throw that out. So we just say paleo. Right, um, It might right. be easier <laughs> to, to grasp. Uh, but really what paleo is, is, it's meat, it's vegetables, and it's fruit that's not very sugary. You know, so mm-hmm. watermelon, it tastes awesome. But watermelon has a lot of fruit sugar, you know. It's, it's, it's awesome. That's why it tastes sweet, and it's awesome on a hot summer day. But to have watermelon all the time is not the best for you. It would be better to have your blueberries and strawberries and, you know, those low glycemic or low sugar fruits. And that's really what a paleo diet is. It's, it's not this miraculous thing. It's eating good meat, eating vegetables, and eating fruit, um, which if you kind of follow that, that's, that's a really, really easy thing to do. Um, you don't have to think about what do I cook. It's, it's just those three things. Um, the carbohydrates, you know, that's what kind of stumps people. They're like, well, I like my donuts and I like my croissants and I like my <laughs> this and my that. And, you know, guilty. And, <laughs> yeah, and you know, we all kind of fall into that trap. But you know, if you almost like say even like eighty twenty, you know, you say like eighty percent of the time I'm gonna do paleo, and then I'll have like twenty percent I can cheat here and there. You know, that's that's better than nothing. So if you kind of start graduating towards like an eighty twenty, you know, then what happens is people feel better. You're not bloated. You don't have heartburn. You don't have reflux. You don't have changes in your bowel movements. You're not brain fogged. Your concentration is better. And when those things happen, people go, 
oh, this is not as hard as I thought it was, and I'm feeling better. So now you're more motivated to keep with that style of eating. And that's what I would suggest. Yeah. Baby steps, you know, it's all about baby steps. And I think once you start feeling better, it's easier to, to follow that diet. Um, you know, I, I know for me, once once you start feeling this changes, it's like, oh, okay. And then you eat a food that makes you feel crappy. And you're like, oh, yep, okay, I shouldn't eat that. <laughs> um, so it gets easier. Um, it's just that, you know, what is it, 12 weeks to make a habit? Um, so, you know, mm-hmm. give it give it a fair shot. Um, so Dr. Stedman, we're almost out of time. I know you have to go, you have a patient coming in. Um, and I just wanted to take a moment to mention, um, we have a not invisible event coming up, um, in Lakewood, Colorado, which you are sponsoring on Monday, May 13th. Um, it will be at St. Anthony hospital in Lakewood, Colorado. Um, so just a big thank you um, for being a part of that event and just a shout out to the Brain Injury Alliance of Colorado and the Brain Injury Hope Foundation for also helping um, get that event promoted. So I look forward to meeting you in just a few weeks here out in beautiful Colorado. Absolutely. It's going to be great weather and um, a great venue. And, you know, we're, we're working, we're, we're, we're promoting because I think what you're doing is, is, is great. Um, I think the education needs to to be pushed out there you know um I, I often tell patients i like using the ankle analogy you know people people will definitely you'll get more attention if you sprain your ankle than you have a brain injury because yeah. people can't see a brain injury um and yep. i think i think spreading the news getting the word out there and telling people that the the answer to fixing your brain is not resting it's rehabbing and it's finding people that know how to do rehab and not just treating symptoms and it's finding people that know how to look at the whole person and not just even your brain but say what else is impacted Um, because I think when we address people as a whole person as an individual I think they get better faster Um, so I think finding those kind of practitioners out there is, is a really important thing that we can spread the message about and Dr. Stedman, can you give us your website? Absolutely. Uh, my website is integratedbraincenters.com. Um, and also, if people search me, they'll see integrated health systems. So we have two main websites out there. Um, we work on people with all sorts of different health issues. Uh, but Integrated Brain Centers is probably the one to go to. Um, you can also go to our Facebook page if you want to learn about the microbiome, uh, my nutritionist did a five-part series on the microbiome in the office, and we did a Facebook Live. So you can go to Integrated Health Systems or the Brain Centers uh, onto the Facebook forum, and you can scroll down, and you can watch each of those uh, five parts in the microbiome. Uh, we've also done vertigo. We've done intermittent fasting. So we do a lot of stuff trying to educate people. So if you, yeah. you know, go into the Facebook, you can watch all those Facebook lives that we that we kept and posted. Awesome. Fabulous. I'm going to go check those out. So thank you so much for being here today, Dr. Stedman. This has been a pleasure, and I look forward to seeing you in a few weeks. Awesome. I, uh, I'm, like, I'm excited for you to come out. So I hope you have an awesome rest of your week, and uh, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Great.
awesome. And thank you everyone for listening. Um, again, Dr. Studman's website is integratedbraincenters.com and also find him on Facebook at Integrated Brain Centers. So thank you all for listening today. I hope that you have found some golden nuggets to help you on your journey. Again, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Zellmer, and you can find all of our previous episodes at facesoftbi.com. And another thank you to Midwest Functional Neurology Center, the concussion doctors you can trust. You can find them online at mnfunctionalneurology.com. Thank you for listening and thank you for being a part of my journey. I will see you all again next time. Have a great day, everyone.